0: This is following Jesus into a world in crisis. I'm Andrew and together we are exploring how we live as wise and loving neighbors in the wake of COVID-19. Now we haven't experienced anything quite like this before, but we believe that we can find hope and peace by turning to Jesus. And with his help, we can make peace in a fearful world. Let's get into today's podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited for today. You know, we are praying for you and hope that you're doing so well. We certainly miss you, seeing you face to face. Um, I'm really looking forward to our Easter gathering that's coming up here in just a couple of days. Um, It's a really sort of a strange Easter when you think about it. I can't think of any other time in history when we haven't been able to gather together as the people of Jesus in our normal way, but we really believe that this is a moment where God is going to uh, call his church to action, first of all, to pray. That's what I believe that COVID-19 has been for us. It's been just this reminder that we need to fall on our knees and pray. And so please stay tuned to what's going on around Easter with Riverbend, because we are specifically going to be calling you, the church, to step up and to pray for our city, our region, and our world. I'm also super excited for today because we are having um, a conversation that I've been looking forward to for a really long time. It's looking, it's going to look a little bit different than some of the other podcasts that we've done in this series, but um, I just... Uh, know that you're going to be so encouraged and blessed by it. I have here with me today in our conference room Cody, Jake, and Sierra Hollister. Hey you guys. What's up (laughs) brother? (laughs) Thanks for having us. Oh my gosh so thrilled that you're here. If you don't know Cody and Jake are um, twins who grew up here in Bend uh, and have played football for their entire lives and now they're both in the NFL. Cody, uh, you are with, uh, uh, you're with Tennessee Titans and Jake, you are with the Seattle Seahawks and man, we're just so thrilled that you guys made it. Yeah. It's been awesome, man. Yeah.
1: That's yeah, been a crazy year. And, uh, just to think this time last year that we'd be sitting here,
0: he's with the Titans. I am with the Seahawks is just, it's been a whirlwind it was, inc- it's been awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we're going to get into all of it. We want to hear more about your guys' story today. And also just like how the Lord and your relationship with Jesus plays into that story. But we also have Sierra, who's your guys' younger sister. And she <laughs> works with us. She's, you, Sierra, are on our team with Alpha. And you've just actually helped us launch Care Crews just this last week. And yeah. I want to say thank you so much because you've done an awesome job with that. Thank you. So if people are kind of like slow to the party on Care Crews, could you tell us a little bit about that? And like what is a Care Crew and how can people get connected into one?
2: Yes, uh, super excited about Care Cruise and thankful that you brought that idea to me. Yeah. Just such a cool vision. And I feel like exactly what the city needs right now. Um, so it's just a group of four to six people, and you're intentionally loving one another, basically. Yeah. Um, just looking at the situation with COVID 19 as an opportunity to step into community more and love on one another with more intention than ever before and this will just carry on past this as well so i'm super excited and you should register for a care crew
0: yeah that's right oh yeah i know
1: i could probably give that same exact talk because, <laughs> because i recorded sears videos
0: yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yesterday it Two was the first
2: take first take was good yeah, that's awesome <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we have been having to, like, <laughs> reinvent everything that we do, and one of them is we're all shooting videos from home to post yeah, on Instagram, yeah. and I, t- I took me, like, ten takes when oh I did my. mine, so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's he awesome. He was
2: patient. He was patient.
0: Oh, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Did you have a tripod, or were you just holding That the was fo- pure hand. Was that was pure up. hand. That's really... <laughs> I said, <laughs> Sierra,
1: you sure don't want to sit down? She's like, no, I want you to
0: do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> About... <laughs> 30 minutes later. No <laughs> <laughs> one-minute video. Oh, uh, I, t- I I'd take way longer with singing videos, so she did good for oh, whatever she did. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, we should talk about that, too. So, Cody, in addition to playing in the NFL, you're also a singer and songwriter. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, well, our whole family actually is musical, even if they don't want to admit it. Like, Jacob's a great singer and knows the guitar. Sierra has really been finding her voice. Haley, our youngest sister, just belts it. Shelby can sing, too. She's just come out of her shell. But... <laughs> But yeah, uh, we'll get into it in a little bit. But yeah, even moving to Nashville, the Lord's just definitely started to open some doors musically and, and just slowly over the years pushed me into writing. And at first it was like a therapeutic thing. And then now it's become
0: something I'm really passionate about and want to pursue yeah wow that's amazing man that's it, it's so cool to see you guys are such a talented family and you mentioned like you've got like a really l- kind of large family so why don't you guys talk to me about that like you grew up here in bend and how many of there are you total <laughs> siblings
1: so there's five of us siblings total mm-hmm. so five <laughs> <laughs> so, but, we have a really interesting family dynamic the lord's definitely used it for good in every single way but uh yeah, five siblings, uh, youngest sister is Haley, oldest sister, Shelby, Sierra, Jacob, and myself, Cody, are here today. But, and then we have, you know, our parents, some interesting dynamic because of divorce, but parents yeah. absolutely love us, you know, mm. more than I've seen parents love kids ever. Wow. Wow. Uh, but a lot of divorce and just interesting dynamics with, but yeah. step parents that we'll love forever, yeah. Matt, who's in our life, uh, my dad, mm. mom, step-mom, they're they're all separated now, mm. uh, but, Interesting that I am,
0: but parents that really love us um, in unique ways. That's awesome. Yeah, so one of the things that I've always noticed is that be- behind every successful person or someone who's achieved a lot is a lot of people who have rallied around them over the years to help like, raise them up, but also to help champion them and to celebrate them. And you guys seem to really have that dynamic in your family is that, yeah, of course it doesn't look per- perfect. None of ours does. But you guys are really supportive of one another and are championing one another. And I'd just love to hear a little bit more about that. Like, what role have your siblings and your parents and step parents played in your guys' development as players?
1: Yeah, I feel like um, it's just like you said. Like, we've had a lot of brokenness in our family, but we've also had a ton of light and a ton of support from our family that just goes beyond any other thing I could imagine. Like with Sierra, I mean, she's mm-hmm. been yeah. in a lot of ways supportive, like <laughs> it's weird to say, but like a wife, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. before you have a wife, sure, like she's sure. just, she's that emotional support mm-hmm. that she just walks into her room and you get home from whatever it is, like a long day out. And you're like, man, I just, I can just let loose and just mm-hmm. kind of like, let her know what's going on for the day. And she's going to take it in with so much grace and yeah. love. And, wow. yeah. um, that goes with, coming home after work and, and calling her on the phone mm. and stuff like mm. that too. Mm. Um, I like to think of the word serenity with Sierra. She yeah. just brings oh, so wow. much serenity yeah. to a That's room. Awesome. And, yeah, um,
0: yeah I, can, I can affirm that. like We've known each other for probably a little over a year now and you've been working with us for about five or six months now. And Sierra, just the, just the attitude and the love that you have for the people around you is like so felt and experienced. And um, yeah, you're an encourager, and serenity is a really great way of putting every time like you walk into the room, the, the whole rest of the room is just like really excited that you're yeah. there. So Thanks guys, yeah,
2: Thanks yeah so much. for
1: sure. <laughs> just willing to tell her whatever, like you just meet her and you're like, I'll tell
0: you <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, true. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. But
1: yeah. And then obviously the rest of my siblings, um, as well. And, um, Cody's been mm-hmm. just a rock for me in a lot of ways, yeah. uh, faith, especially mm-hmm. where. I really came to walk with Jesus again after um, Wyoming when I went to go visit Cody mm. in Arkansas and mm. saw all that co- all that God was doing in his life. Yeah. Um, and he's taken me to all these Bible studies and all these worship nights. And I, I remember at one point I was literally like, "All right, dude, I gotta like lay off on some of these. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna Seven chill next out a week." <laughs> and this was yeah. before you know. I feel like Jesus really changed my mind and my heart. Yeah. Um, mm. But that was really a changing point. Mm-hmm. Um, in the direction of my life was at that time so yeah i'm forever thankful yeah. for that time and uh god just done so much in my life yeah. with the support of my yeah. siblings and my and my parents yeah
0: too. that that is that is so great to hear and i think that's something that i would want everyone to know about the two of you guys is that from the moment that i met you probably about a year ago now when you had come back from a season with the patriots so maybe that's more than a year but I just remember meeting you guys and, and then, like, learning a couple of days later, like, oh, those guys just, like, played in the Super Bowl. And they have Super Bowl rings. And they're, <laughs> like, with the Patriots. And I thought, no, no way is that possible because of the humility and the character that I saw in you guys, um, and then just like this genuine passion and and love for Jesus. And so um, you're super approachable, really, really kind-hearted. And from day one, I just saw the spirit of Jesus in you guys. And for whatever reason, I just had this thing built up in my head that like NFL players are stuck up or are arrogant or whatever, have this crazy ego. And I, I haven't seen that with you guys at all. And I've been so inspired by that. And um So, I'd love to know, like, how, yeah, like, um, how your guys's relationship to Jesus really grew and flourished. It sounds like it was maybe college. So, a um, little bit of backstory on you guys. You grew up here in Bend. You guys played for Mountain View, right? Yeah. Yep. Mountain yep. View. Cougs. Cougs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. And um, you at the time, Jake, were you a quarterback? I was a then? quarterback, yeah. Okay. And then you, Cody. Always wide receiver. You've yeah. always been a wide receiver. So, that seems like an unfair advantage to have twin brothers like throwing and catching the ball to each other in in high school was it did you guys have those like those twin moments where you just knew where oh yeah uh, (laughs) all the time we would make
1: up uh signs without telling our coach shout out to coach turner and crumb we would make up like signals at home of like what route i should run and he'd check it out the line and when it worked, it was great. When it didn't, it was bad. <laughs> when it didn't work, we'd come to the sideline, and they're
0: like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. But when it worked, they're like, all right. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, I love that. So, okay, so so then you graduate from Mountain View. Um, sounds like, uh, Cody, you went off to Arkansas, yeah?
1: So, actually, from high school, we came out with zero offers mm-hmm. uh, for football. We played football, baseball, basketball all the way through high school. And then we decided football is going to be the sport we're going to pursue um, but coming out of high school, we were shocked. We we just won state. We had zero offers for football, really? which we expected something. We had right. a division two offer from Minnesota Crookston, 70% scholarship that we turned down to go walk on at University of Nevada Reno out of high wow. school. So that's what we did for one semester. Gotten ten thousand dollars of debt each, which was just way in over our heads. Hmm. Didn't know what we were doing. After one semester left because we weren't gonna be able to afford it to Arizona Western Junior College for one year. Gotcha. That's where we played for a year. Jacob switched to tight end. Um, I had a pretty good year, got an offer to Arkansas, Jacob got an offer to Wyoming, and then we split. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so it was like, so about two years into your college careers right. is when you guys actually split. And mm-hmm. so, wow, so it's been like an uphill climb in a lot of ways to where you guys mm-hmm. are now. And I'd love to hear you guys talk about that, especially given the fact that, you know, we're living in this really unique moment in history where a lot of people have lost their jobs. I'm, we have friends, lots of people who we know who have built their own business. And now all of a sudden their the doors are closed and they can't, you know, keep, keep their business open. And so there's a lot of adversity going on right now. And by the nature of you guys being where you are today, you've had to yeah fight your way to the top of everywhere that you've been. And probably it sounds like you weren't like handed a full ride scholarship right out of high school, and I don't know if you guys were drafted. Maybe we could talk about that here in a minute. But you guys have been to get to where you are now have had to climb um, through a lot of probably suffering and pain and all of the rest, right?
1: I feel like me and Cody use the term "no quit," no uh, quit, all and the no time. Quit. Hashtag, hashtag No quit. No quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it really holds true to our whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like God has blessed that a yeah. lot, yeah. just knowing. Yeah. Cause I watched yeah. Cody's life, yeah, especially this last year, yeah. And we'll get more into that, but um, I feel like God sees His mm-hmm. Son down here, and He's mm-hmm. like, "You're not gonna give up. Like no matter what, I could yeah. let you go through the dirt and crawling on your knees, and at yeah. yeah, a yeah, yeah, time yeah. where you're hurting so bad, but you're not gonna give up, and no. you, you're not gonna stop believing in Me and My plan." And wow, and that's something. I have a lot of flaws, yeah, a lot of things that I'm um, that I'll own up to right away, but. Uh, one thing I, I can say about myself is I'm really not going to quit. So That's awesome. Yeah. I think <clears throat> me and Jay have talked about this. We love, I think God loves a follower. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to have a high pain threshold following yeah. Jesus. That's if right. you're really going to follow him. Yeah. And so we love saying like, man, if you want to follow him truly yeah. throughout our story is, man, get ready to have a, a high pain threshold. And the Lord will slowly get you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember me leaving Nevada separating from Jacob eventually at Arkansas it was this gradual this pain threshold where at first i couldn't take it i thought i couldn't bear it and then eventually it was more and i thought i couldn't bear that and eventually it was more and and now i love jesus cuz he always points back and says hmm. remember yeah. remember remember old right. testament pointing back to what god said and yeah. what he did and in our story i love it because we can always in a, even in a time like this where it's trying and And unpredictable, we can always go back to, no, but remember what God did. Yeah, Remember the doors he opened again and again. We went to Nevada, thought it literally, you could say the door was sealed. We almost went home, we looked at each other a weekend to camp and we're like, dude, should we just go home and work for our stepdad? Yeah. We said, no, we're gonna keep on. So we pressed on, the Lord opened a door. He opened a door again at Arizona Western, Arkansas, undrafted free agents for the Patriots. It's again and again, these sealed closed doors where we say, God, we need a door opened and he does it. Wow. and so we can always look back and say i don't like it looks pretty unpredictable right now and looks honestly impossible yeah but then ephesians three twenty, which yeah. we're going to talk about later come on um the lord truly does things that we think are impossible yeah. or we can't imagine or think of and then he does it and so we just say remember
0: wow yeah. that is so cool and i there's so many things just pastorally that i'm like grabbing onto from what you're saying first of all just like looking back in the story of your life and seeing the faithfulness of God and remembering how God continues to move and mm. open, like you described, opening doors for you guys to walk through. And I, I know that for myself, that's, that's exactly it. So when you're on a trajectory that seems like, man, you, you feel like giving up, you can mm. look back and say, you know what? No way, because God yeah. is the one who opened this door yeah. and God is the one who's made it possible for <clears throat> me to be here. Yeah. Um, so that like no quit attitude, absolutely love it. Um, and I would imagine that, um, so when I think about like resiliency and stuff like that, I know that for me, where that comes from, it's just kind of this grittiness that says above anything else, I want to see God's kingdom come. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. no matter what it takes, I'm going to, I'm going to like set myself in that direction. So talk to me about like, I love the, the phrase, no quit. How does that, how does that work when, when, all you, all your body is telling you to do, all your mind's telling you to do is to quit. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah. So an example for me is, um, you know, there's been times in my career where my body is just destroyed. Yeah, and I really um, it took a lot to even get out of bed and go to yeah. practice and yeah. and get through the day. Yeah, where I'm literally stretching and my body is hurting so bad where I'm laughing because yeah. I'm just like, God, you're gonna give me enough strength to get through this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe just this day, I yeah. don't know. I might yeah. like you're, you're going to give me enough strength to just get through this day, and then we'll see about tomorrow. But yeah. um, that's where it comes from for me is just knowing, okay, I'm not going to quit because God's going to give me and provide for me what I need for today, mm-hmm. and then we'll see about tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. We'll yeah. get there when we when we cross oh, that man. bridge. And so it's that's like where it comes from.
0: One, yeah, one one day at a time. Yeah, and I think that there's again that's a that's a biblical principle yeah. too of just like. Like we're not, sup- we're not supposed to worry about tomorrow. Yeah. Jesus says that today has enough troubles of its own. So we're just meant to focus on the, be in the moment and be present yeah. um, and be faithful to the Lord in in the present. And yeah, I, I have to say, I haven't watched very much football in my life, but I've watched your guys this season like really closely. Yeah. You took some really heavy <laughs> hits this year, Jake. Yeah. Seriously, some big hits, man. I'm glad yeah. to see you upright. <laughs> <laughs> they actually carried me in here. So <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's,
1: but for real, like I watched some of those hits and I'm like, it yeah. looks so much worse than it is. Yeah. And that, I feel like that really has to do with God protecting me mm-hmm. this whole season. It's just mm-hmm. crazy. My body feels better than it has in years right mm-hmm. now. That's awesome. And that has to do so much with God yeah. just providing and, yeah. uh, and having a blessing and covering over mm-hmm. me. That's good. That's it, so good, man. And like me and Jay have always talked about it too with, the reason, like we've, people have always asked us, you know, what gets you to keep going? And it's hard to answer, honestly, because it's so ingrained inside of you. Mm-hmm. Like First Peter 2.11 talks about the flesh wages war against the soul. Yeah. And you could even apply it to this because the flesh does want to quit. Mm. The flesh right. says, I'm tired, mm-hmm. I'm hurting, mm-hmm. I don't want any more of this. Mm-hmm. And then the soul inside of you, just like the more Jesus you got inside of you, like the more you just abide and submit to the Lord, the more you love people. Yeah because right. he loves people yep. and then the more you submit and abide in the lord the more you're not going to quit yeah, yeah because yeah, the yeah. more you just abide to that and receive yeah. that like yeah. there's no quit in jesus right right and right. so the more you abide in jesus truly the more you're not going to quit yeah. oh, but the more you're sure. apart from that the more you say i'm done i don't want any more of this it's too yeah. painful it's too much pressure the more you abide in it say like that's not going to phase me yeah yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah and you can't even if you want to quit right. deep inside you i want to quit right now yeah. but i can't because the spirit inside me
0: will not let me yes. quit yeah. Oh man, I love that so much, and that's the that to me reminds me of Second Corinthians chapter five, or excuse me, chapter twelve, which has been one of my like life verses. Is that my power is made perfect in your weakness? Yeah. I'm perfectly comfortable saying that I am weak, yeah, and unable to continue, for sure. But that when when I am weak, then He is strong in yeah. me, and there's just that just that sense of like an uh, like a power that is not within ourselves. And of course, we're talking about you guys you know, making it into every down and every huddle with this same attitude that I'm seeing with you guys now of just wanting to to, to do your absolute best for the glory of the Lord. Yeah. But it also has to do with what you're talking about, Cody, about following after Jesus with that same sort of mentality, that character formation and actually walking like holy as the scripture says, be holy as your father is holy. Like in order to do that, 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 character formation takes time it takes grit it takes determination and resiliency it doesn't come necessarily always easily and i think we we like to think of christianity in that way in the west we've kind of like kind of hoped for like a moment where the holy spirit's just going to come and mm. fix all of our imperfections yeah. like in an instant mm. um, and there is a lot of breakthrough moments where the holy spirit comes and like provides a lot of power and maybe you know maybe you're wrestling with a certain temptation or sin and then all of a sudden you're not dealing with that anymore but in large part when we're talking about formation over the totally. long haul mm. it's something like the you know the the things that we picked up from our family of mm. origin and are like imperfections in our um you know for me it's like i'm learning right now being at home with my kids to be patient and right. that's something that it's not Here like a light too. switch <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah it's not like a light switch it's something that god does over time and we need to submit to him and i would imagine i'd love to hear your guys' thoughts but i would imagine that that is somewhat similar that submitting to the process and being resilient in that process is pretty similar to you know you know perfecting your game yeah, we even talk about
1: it all the time, but we have not had these – you see the moments of success, especially Jacob this year. It's like, man, this huge successful season, like so thankful to God and Jacob's hard work and resiliency. But but we don't have these – it hasn't been these moments of success, like these huge highs of sure. – Um, it's really just the no-quit mentality of yeah. – of, like we haven't had these just like huge breakthrough moments. It's just – it's truly been – not quitting. Um, and so that's what me and Jacob always talk about. It's like people see those moments and they think that that's all it is. Right. Like Jacob's season this year, it's like, man, that's right. incredible. But there was like a luck, lucky catch right, or something yeah. like that. It was like no such but, thing as a exactly, lucky catch. Exactly. Right? But there was four years ago when, when you know, no one would yeah. would speak his name. It's just right. like, right. and everyone doubted him. And, yeah. and so it goes back to the family too of like yeah. people like Sierra, yeah. like someone who's truly in our corner. Yeah, that's right. I mean, through the highs and the lows. That's right. Um, and so, yeah, like, that's, a, that's just a tangent I'd go on of, like, yeah, yeah. People Lillard. always think it's success, but truly it's this yeah. grind of, like, yeah. not quitting that's and a true. process.
2: Yeah, and I can totally speak to that, too. Just, like, watching you guys through this process, mm-hmm. it's been such an honor to mm. get to watch you guys grow and get to grow alongside you. And, like, every step of the way, I don't know, I feel like the more success comes, the more humble you become mm-hmm. and the more willing to submit you mm-hmm. become. Even talking about last season, Jacob, like, yeah you Mm. being on your knees every single day and like I know same for you code. And it all comes back to that character development Mm -hmm. too of what you're saying, Mm -hmm. where it's like the spirit just so clearly working over time. We can look back and be like, Oh yeah, like I thought that was a big deal. Mm. Like that was nothing. Mm. And so now like when you look ahead, Mm. I don't know, like God's just given you guys such humility Mm. to be in the positions that you're in and you do a really beautiful job.
1: Yeah. I think, um, as you were talking it just reminded me of the thought that I think because we've experienced it at such a small level compared to some guys of mm-hmm. being praised and mm-hmm. um I think that the more when your heart is in the right posture right then the more that you get praised you realize right. yeah. you're not meant to get praised right right right, so right like right. huh you get that praise and it doesn't feel right wow. It, wow. it's different wow. when you're being encouraged yeah. by people yeah. and that totally and that's awesome but when yeah. you're getting truly like worshiped by somebody and called yeah. something that you're not yeah 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 you know that you're not built to be that wow. so it yeah. just totally. it totally just brings out humility like like
0: no I'm not meant to be a mm-hmm. god for you like mm-hmm. I'm not meant to be up on that pedestal right wow man I'm like it does my heart so good to hear you put it like that because there um if you're haven't been following Jake and Cody I know a lot of you have been but if you haven't been following Jake's career but he um you you played um, this year for uh, the Seahawks and you started out in the practice squad mm called up in the middle of the season and you had some in, just incredible games i'd love to talk about those but one in particular as you were talking it made me think of one in particular you 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 got the game-winning touchdown in overtime and it was at home right was that at it was home, home yeah such at home. a cool game which <laughs> is, was there oh, yeah. oh that's okay oh that's awesome that's awesome. right and um and yeah it's just i'd love to hear about that game in particular what that was like for you But as you were describing, like, hey, I'm not built to be praised. That's Mm -hmm. actually not my, like, I don't have that role in anyone's life. I'm just thinking about you in the end zone, being lifted up by your teammates, and then, like, however many thousands of fans, like, just absolutely freaking out, you know?
1: Yeah, gosh, I get so emotional thinking about that. Like, I just got chills because um, I think about Ephesians uh, 3.20. Mm -hmm. Also with that, too, because I was praying with Cody before the game, and um, he just starts praying, mm. God, let this just be God, uh, Jacob's best game ever. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, dude, that's a little much to pray for. <laughs> like like yeah. God's done a lot of good things. And then I'm sitting yeah. before the game and I'm like, you know what, God, like you are great. Let this just be an amazing game where I can glorify you. And I'm just, uh, kneeling in the end zone before the game. And, um, and then it's a good example of what's going on right now, mm-hmm. because I was talking to my siblings about this is um before that game-winning drive and that touchdown we had a chance to win it with a field goal Mm, uh before overtime and before that field goal i'm praying to god like god please let's make this let's let's win this game and just get out of this but it's like he told me in that moment and i i legitimately felt this he's like i have something more coming for you like really soon i didn't know if that was like right then and there and then literally the next drive i obviously have that touchdown and it wasn't even like I was thinking about it. I was just so overwhelmed. I was just like raising my hands in the air and yeah. and Russ is screaming like, pick him up. <laughs> no, no, no. And, uh, and it was, it was a just cool picture. such an yeah. awesome yeah. chance to glorify God. And yeah. uh, like I said, it wasn't even a thought. It was just like, it was
0: so overwhelming at the yeah. time. Yeah, man, that's, that's so incredible. I, I can only imagine. I mean, the, the pressure that you must feel in those moments. Um, just Just it's amazing to see you guys you know rise to that occasion. and I saw that as well with you, Cody, like when you were called up um, to play um, in, in games and stuff like that, we just saw just an incredible same sort of fighting spirit and you just played really great football and it's just really it's really exciting to see both of you have such a breakout year and an amazing year. And um, yeah, so Jake, I wanted to press into that a little bit deeper man, because you go from being a somewhat unknown commodity, Um, you know, sort of really grinding it out to just like make the team, make the 53 man roster, and then you're, you know, content, you know, on the practice squad, you and I were texting back and forth a little bit during those days. And you're like, yeah. yeah, maybe I'll get a chance to play or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you are catapulted. I mean, in the Northwest, yeah. I mean, you, you were like the unsung hero of the team <laughs> and, and, uh, and you had, you know, every, all of a sudden my newsfeed was just blowing up with all of these different articles about you and how well you're playing and how no one really saw it coming. So I'd love to hear about like, what that what this year has been like for for you yeah um and um and what it must be like to all of a sudden have some of this notoriety and fame and everyone really excited about what what you're able to bring to the team
1: yeah it's been um you guys can speak to this too if you want but it's just been an incredible year in general because i started out being over with the patriots last year i dealt with a ton of injuries Mm -hmm. um i was i was pretty set to have a good season before i started having those injuries i had a big role and that role started to dwindle as i kept dealing with these injuries and i feel like that was for good reason i look back and i don't feel like my head and my heart was in the right place i feel like i was eating up all the um just all the love i was getting from fans and stuff like that my head was getting pretty big and i was feeling good about myself um and i got knocked down like god knocked me down a bunch of notches and um this last year i remember talking to cody about it even uh You know when i was when i was first on the practice squad that was the first time i had been cut from a team because you have to get cut and then re-sign in the practice squad gotcha um so i was just so surprised and shocked um but then i remember like a week after that after i got over kind of the the anger of it all yeah 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 and i was i was talking to cody i'm like you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna be the best teammate i can Mm. give these guys the best look and and get better as a football player Mm. um and that's where my mind really switched and it clicked for me Mm -hmm. um just to be a good servant mm-hmm. and a good mm-hmm. player, a good friend, a good teammate mm-hmm. uh, to the whole organization. And then from there, it seemed like things just constantly kept elevating. Mm-hmm. And then we got to whatever it was, week six, and I got thrown in there. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Will Disley, one of my yeah. good buddies, got hurt. Yeah. And then I started playing a lot more. Yeah. Um, but it's really just been one of those roller coaster years that I feel like God has used, um, where I just look back on it and I'm just so thankful. Just not only for the good times, but really for the bad times, yeah, when
0: I'm just so thankful for what god's done in my life right well i don't i don't know i I was thinking about this for you i don't know if I were in your position if I would actually read the news because I would imagine yeah. it would be, it, it would be really tough to like first of all, I just think it's not a great idea to believe the hype about yourself, probably also not to believe the worst about what people yeah. are saying about you um and in even in just my role as a pastor i've learned to um like man yeah people say a lot of things um and a lot of those things are maybe um overstated or and then other times people say things that are hurtful but i was reading the news about you just because i was i was jacked um to hear how well you're doing especially because we were praying for you and you're yeah. getting your back and everything that you know you'd experienced a lot of pain in the in in the previous year
1: yeah
0: um but i w- it was really Um, interesting to me to hear like the different teammates and then your coaches when they talked about you the things that they pulled for these articles was about your character and it was about how you showed up in the huddle every single down and just were fighting for the whole team Um, and so it seems like um, from what I know about you that you're uh, again a humble person with uh, and, a, and a selfless person. That that's translating to the team, and it makes you that much actually better of of a player than if you were showy or in it for yourself. So I think that's a testament to your character and the ways that that God has um, kind of shaped you in these last few years. And that's, I appreciate it. It's cool, man. That means a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's I remember.
1: Awesome. And just a quick shout out to you guys. That was. I feel like that was a big turning point for me. Was when we came in here and you guys prayed over us. That was that was really awesome. My body had never felt, I mean, for years before that, I'd never felt so good. And, and, uh, like I said, right now, my body feels better than ever. And you guys were praying over that. So I really appreciate you guys.
0: Oh, for sure, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So Russell Wilson, he, you know, we, he's uh, obviously one of the greatest players in the game right now. And, um, we, we hear things about him being a Jesus follower and stuff like that. You've obviously gotten really Mm. close to him over the last year because you have played a lot of great football together. Yeah. Um, Talk to me about him and his, his faith.
1: Oh man, he's the real deal. Like when it comes to, um, like you can say whatever you want about people on social media and stuff like that. But, um, and I didn't know what to expect coming in. Mm -hmm. And then I remember the first, I think it was the first, um, little Bible study we had Mm -hmm. as a team. He kind of leads it, like leads our guys. And, uh, he, he really is the real deal like he loves Jesus with all of his heart and That's he leads so his family in that way wow. um, everything he does involves Jesus and you can just see it in his eyes and the way that he leads mm-hmm. even in the huddle mm-hmm. and to have a leader like that just means so much as a player where mm-hmm. yeah I was just that was one of the main reasons I wanted to come back to Seattle this year I yeah. was just like man I, I want to play for that dude because yeah. he's he's a Jesus follower and he he really is the real
0: deal mm-hmm. when it comes to um, being a follower and, and leading his guys mm that's so cool yeah yeah that's awesome i uh, i always want to believe that you know and we live in such a cruel culture where people like that especially because he is such a big name that Mm. that people have a lot of opinions and stuff like that and i certainly admire and respect anyone who's able to play at that level Mm. and yet and yet follow follow jesus because you get a little bit of notoriety you get a little fame you get a little influence and some of that goes to your head but it's really cool to see again that's a, something I'd love to hear you guys even share a little bit more on how God has kind of in this year that you've gained influence. I've noticed how you guys, the both of you, have chosen to use that influence, whether that's just simple things on Instagram or whether it's bigger things like backing really cool causes, kingdom causes and stuff like that. You've really taken the, like, the increased influence and leveraged that for the kingdom of God in a cool way. So where does that where does that come from for for you guys like where does that yeah where does that come from i'd say it's not even so much of
1: a try to do these type of things it's it's just you know jesus really does transform your mind mm. and come on so once you truly are engulfed in the lord it's like you have no real option but mm-hmm. to do that because mm-hmm. his heart is your heart and so um, I wouldn't say it's like we're white knuckling it, trying to do these good things and yeah. earn good favor with God. It's truly just like, no, this is the heart of God, and so these mm-hmm. things come out naturally, and you become passionate about it. Yeah. Instead of you know, I want to be seen as good, or I want to be seen as a good Christian, or yeah, 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 yeah. I want to white knuckle and do good. Sure. It's, it's more just, this is the overflow of God's heart, mm-hmm. and so th-
0: this is just a really I love that Mm -hmm. yeah that's so good man and let's talk a little bit about you cody and your transition to the titans because i know that like for you it was almost like pretty late in the year that you got signed so could you tell us a little bit about how god took you on a journey from being an unsigned you know you know player almost like well what am i going to do next and then to where you are now
1: yeah, my story's been pretty nuts. Just with, I mean, it all honestly starts with college. Of coming out of college, I had a couple surgeries. Going into the NFL, there's no way I should have had a chance. I was just coming off a of toe surgery that took four months to recover. Somehow I did get on the bench, which probably helped a little bit to get with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 30 reps, yeah, 29 <laughs> reps. <laughs> 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 and uh, humble flex. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got signed with Jacob, uh, undrafted free agent, so we were not drafted. The Lord totally opened that door. Um, and then to practice squad first year, uh, IR second year, so I was injured uh, with back surgery the second year. And coming off that second year, I didn't get re-signed, which was just a shock to me. I was in this deep low of, man, I just had back surgery. Mm. Like, no team is going to want me. The chances are so against me. I had people starting to tell me, like, you know, start thinking realistically about this thing. And people have been
0: telling, that, telling us that our whole entire life, is think realistically. L- like, and, like, let me drill into that a little bit. By that, you mean people are saying, hey, at some point you got to give up the dream of yeah, playing right. in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. they
1: just start to tell you the odds and the mm-hmm. statistics and... To think realistically and i hate thinking realistically <laughs> yeah. and i think god yeah, hates thinking realistically because it's within your own mind yeah and god does things outside of your mind ephesians 3:20. 20. Mm, come on and so i'm so passionate about getting people to think outside of their understanding yeah. and that's what god continues to do so when people says people start to say well realistic says- <laughs> when people say you know they learn hard you <laughs> <I'm serious. laughs> You. She's starting to get our jokes better. As we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but p- when people start to say things like, think realistically, I'm, I, just, I don't respond, but I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to start thinking realistically because yeah. I've seen God do the unrealistic um, and unimaginable. So then when I was unsigned, I was here with Sierra last year around this time, uh, going to her Bible study, just truly praying to God, literally on this lookout spot that I love, just crying out to God. I mean, yelling to God, mm. shouting to God, open the door. Cause he's done it before yeah. that rhymes That's a song <laughs> and and, and he truly did because I went to the Giants rookie mini camp and a uh, rookie mini camp just to give you a short summary is you know as an unsigned guy is just very low odds like mm-hmm. you do not make rookie mini camps I went to the Giants one didn't get signed I was pretty hurt by that because I thought I was I thought I played pretty well came back lookout spot again crying out to God Lord open the door but I felt confident this time because mm-hmm. I, I was like I can really play again because I was yeah. worried about my back and and then I was packing up to go camping, literally in my Jeep. Jacob was with. Uh, did you go to the Seattle by that time? I can't even remember. I think yeah, I, yeah just yeah. Got traded there. there. with Seattle. Just got traded there. Um, I'm packing up to go camping, and and my agent calls me and says, "Do you want to go to this uh, Titans rookie mini camp?" And rookie mini camps are a grind, so mm-hmm. it's like within the same week, and I'm like, "You get no sleep, you're grinding, you're studying," and I'm like, "Let's do it." I mean, no quit. And <laughs> but I was excited to hear this because Nashville, just to um just to preface it during the patriots year i was visiting nashville back surgery like i love nashville for music for people yeah. for community and everything about it um and then so sort of for the lord to say or for my agent to say um but what i was thinking was the lord opened this door for me to go to this rookie mini camp odds are still i mean it's like a one percent chance because i'm going there with 50 60 guys uh some of which are signed they're not going to cut a guy for you ever usually mm. but i go there and long story short i'm on the plane going there just tears in my eyes Mm. like lord i don't think you would put this in front of me Mm. without making it happen Mm. and so i jacob was like literally telling me dude this will happen Mm. and he's like and he kind of took we've kind of taken the place of our dad and Mm. and it's because my dad has always been the life speaker Mm. and telling us like you will be this Mm. and just like god does you will be this Mm. and we don't even believe it Mm you will you are able to play in the nfl you will be good in the nfl you are a d1 player and we're like all right dad whatever and he's always spoken these things into existence and jacob did that for me of saying Mm. this will happen Mm. and i was like all right dude like i don't want to set your expectations too high i don't want to disappoint you and but long story short i got signed out of out of 50 60 guys and i was just on my knees called jacob right away and he's just like shouting and and the most happy i've probably ever seen <laughs> yeah. and uh so i got signed there and then that's just getting signed there but uh just such a testament to who god is because truly at nashville out of all places too i can't even i can't even in this podcast i can't tell you how mm. much of a design that was by god mm. and then to see the fruit come from it this year not just in football but truly just with community yeah. and yeah with music and spiritually and yeah um so i've seen you know football has been a great avenue for everything right. but from that has come a spiritual spiritual journey that is far greater than the football journey but football in itself too has been a huge blessing i got activated from the practice squad yeah um which was the first time in my career doing that got to play um for the a coach that i absolutely love oh he is just a fireball and (laughs) and gets us fired up it feels like he's still a player he's this linebacker just beast of a dude and (laughs) um all my coaches i love yeah we just I had a great year. It was a fruitful year, especially yeah. watching Jacob, but also in yeah. in my football season.
0: Yeah, yeah, you had a great, you had a really great season too. I, I like, you can go on YouTube probably and find their highlights, but yeah, you guys played some really incredible football. On top of that, sounds like, and I can see this just in my interactions with you, Cody. Like, you are really thriving there in Nashville. Like it's more, it's more than than football. It's about, like you said, the community that you're a part of. Also, it's connecting you with one of your other passions, which is songwriting and music. And I can only imagine that the Lord is going to continue to use them. One of the things that you were saying, just about um, like whether or not you should believe the whole realism talk, like "Hey, be realistic." Um, as you were talking, it reminded me of uh, Proverbs chapter three: Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean mm, on your own understanding. Totally. Understanding in all your ways, acknowledge Him. So that's about submission to Him, and He will make your path straight. I think we've sort of um, like overplayed some of these verses, and so sometimes they like lose a little bit of their, their meaning to us, but they're, this, is a, this is a verse that we quote a lot for a good reason, because this is something that we need to always remind ourselves of, that we're actually not designed, we're not made to lean on our understanding, actually the walk of faith totally. that you're describing the walk of faith is actually full dependence and trust in the Lord. My seminary prof tells it to me like this. He says, "Abraham, like real biblical Abrahamic faith is like trusting in the Lord when it doesn't make sense. Mm, mm-hmm. So sometimes our dreams aren't in alignment with God's will. And so there are moments where it's like sometimes we're just dreaming and it's not f- from the Lord. But when it, when it comes to like the, 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 the trajectory that the Lord has had you on and w- where God is taking you, yeah i would encourage everyone to don't like don't be realistic yeah (laughs) like hope in the lord like have have dreams too big to fail that if god weren't in them they they would they wouldn't happen Yeah. yeah um so you guys we could talk for hours on this stuff right but um what i'd love to do is just um think about like the listener the people tuning into this podcast who are maybe experiencing one of the low lows that you were just describing um uh, by the nature of life there's lots of ups and downs um and this one we're experiencing a lot of people have are, are really low right now maybe they're just isolated don't have their normal social interactions a lot of people in our church have lost their jobs um again some of the some of the job creators and business owners in our town are really starting to feel it as well plus we've got the uh the the um, just the risk of getting coronavirus, right? Yeah. It's a big deal. So, um, what would you say to the person who is like thinking about? They're just like, ah, I give up. I I, I want to quit. So, you guys play the role of a coach for me, <laughs> <laughs> and and let us know what 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 do you do if you're feeling like and you're in that spot where you want to quit? Yeah, the first thing I'd say it's it's okay
1: to be honest with yourself. That's like, right. We're not saying no quit. Like, be strong. Like- yeah, yeah. yeah take you up your own cross like we're not yeah, saying that like sure. it's okay to say i'm hurting and yeah. like this this really hurts right now and be honest with god about that because mm-hmm. he wants to hear that from you yeah that's right but what we're saying is that there's going to be a, a light at the end of the tunnel come mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. yeah. and you're going to look back at this right. and say wow i'm so thankful for that right. and I, I got so much stronger from that yeah um and i think it also helps just knowing we're going through this yeah. a whole entire world right now yeah that's right uh, not just our country but the yeah. whole entire world so i'm um, just thinking how many people are suffering mm-hmm. um it just brings such a community to i feel like everybody yeah which is so incredible yeah yeah and i would that's so good jacob and uh I would also just encourage people to not run from this or even ask to be out of this, but truly lean into this and ask God, what are you, tra- what are you teaching me here? Yeah, come on. Because it is in the valleys where I, no joke, I pay, I, I, I pay, <laughs> <laughs> I pray, I pray for sometimes like valley moments of Lord, bring me to that place where I'm so dependent on you again, um, because I'm a human being. And so naturally when you get comfortable, comfortability is something I don't like either, mm-hmm. because every fleshly desire likes it mm. because it's comfortable right. and it's relaxing but the soul doesn't because the soul wants to be fully dependent on the father and so when i i'll pray for those moments of, of lord bring me to that full dependency of where i know i need you and so I would just pray that over people that they lean into this, not asking for God, you know, escape me from the storm, but Lord, just be with me in the mm, storm. Mm. I think that's what Jesus does. He do, He doesn't want you to just think, man, get me through this, get me through this, get me through this. Yeah. But truly, Lord, what do you look? Open your eyes and say, what are, What are you trying to teach me here? And mm-hmm. a scripture mm-hmm. I love going through when something seems to be taken away. Mm. Um, is job 121 and i love job's story and it's yeah, so good it would be a great story to read right now but yeah um, naked i came from my mother's womb and naked shall i return the lord gave and the lord has taken away blessed be the name of the lord and this is job yeah that's After right he was taken everything was taken from him yeah um and i leaned on this when the patriot job was taken from me of of blessed be the name of god when everything seems to have been stripped of me mm. naked i came naked i will leave but mm. blessed be the name of god who is good and will always be good oh my gosh the last thing I'll say about that too is um it's, I think it's Sierra who brought this up uh, a little while ago but uh, actually it might have been you Andrew where I'm just so thankful to have God going through mm-hmm. the really tough moments in the mm-hmm. valleys um I used to think through the perspective of like God just get me out of this valley yeah rather than God thank you so much for being with me in this valley yeah. um because a lot of people don't have Jesus during this time That's right. That's um, right. And I just feel for them because yeah. I know where my eternity lies right. and where um, when I'm living an eternal life every day and mm. through eternal eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just makes it um, so much easier to go
0: throughout the tough times like we are right now. You guys, thank you so much. I think that is, gives such great perspective that the Lord is actually wanting to teach us and show us um, how he's changing us and forming us in this time. It's so good. And I love I love too what you say, Jake, that this isn't just about like finding some rosy, like silver lining or whatever in a really tough situation, Mm -hmm. but we can actually come to the Lord honestly, vulnerably, and just say and just be really true to who we who we are in the moment. Mm -hmm. And um and the Lord is here with us. And that's just such a beautiful gift. That's so awesome. Well, you guys, um, thanks so much for joining me in this conversation. We're gonna hit pause and then we're gonna jump into a teaching from the scripture so I'm really excited about that too but um riverbend these guys are the real deal they're legit um, and so what I would highly recommend you do is you if you're not already following them on Instagram or whatever that you need to do that because every every move that these guys make you want to be paying attention to it because they're really honoring the Lord and I, I think in a really very real way advancing the kingdom of God so thanks guys for being a part of the conversation and uh, thanks for also like having such an amazing sister who gets to be on our oh, team yeah. she's incredible well <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank thanks, you brother. guys this is fun yeah it's yeah, yeah, awesome thanks bro All right.